Hi, this is Johnny. I'm your host, and you are listening to Music Seeds. The music that made us. Hi, everybody. Hope everyone is doing well. No recording this week, so this will be a quick one. This Saturday will be Record Store Day number two. I bring that up because there are many folks out there that wonder why there is such a resurgence in vinyl. Well, many different reasons. People can say that there's the sound quality involved with it, which we have brought up in other podcasts. One of the things that I think is great about it is that it actually gives you the time to listen to music and not skip through it. Appreciating music for what it is is something that I tend to want more in my life. And by listening to vinyl, I am able to do that. I have a pretty big vinyl collection I try to go to at least a few times during the week. I still listen to streaming music and uh, listen to music on the radio, satellite radio. And amongst my podcast listening too, which... I know some of you do out there. This Saturday will be Record Store Day, number two, like I said, and Pearl Jam is going to be releasing a live on 45 and cassette to coincide with the 30th anniversary of it being released. That's right, 30 years ago. That song was released along with the video. You're going to hear an upcoming podcast talking about 30 years of 10 and... uh, We'll tie that into that. But meanwhile, um, there's quite a bit of releases that are going to be out on this Saturday. A lot of this stuff is limited release, so it's first come, first serve. Um, All My Brothers Band are going to have one. John Anderson of Yes is going to have one. Fred Armisen, who is the um, spokesperson this year for Record Store Day, will have something out. Um, Bjork, Bush, Can Heat, John Carpenter doing another soundtrack. This one is Ghosts of Mars. The Clash, If Music Could Talk, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, Deja Vu Alternates, The Cure, Wild Mood Swings, Miles Davis, Champions, Rare Miles from the Complete Jack Johnson Sessions, Ani DeFranco, 30th Anniversary, 30th anniversary edition of her self-titled album on Righteous Babe Records. Dio, God Hates Heavy Metal. Dire Straits, Encores. The Dirty Knobs, which is Mike Campbell from The Heartbreakers. um, Album that will be coming out on 7-inch. Dr. John, The Night Trapper. Bob Dylan, Joker Man, and IMI remixes on 12-inch vinyl. Evanescence. Fleet Foxes, John Fogarty, Aretha Franklin, Roy Gallagher, Jerry Garcia Band, Gorillas, Green Jelly, Sammy Hagar in the Circle, Hall Notes, Meyer Hawthorne, The Heartbreakers, Hot Tuna, Jamar Kwai, Judas Priest, Michael Kamen, The Iron Giant soundtrack, Karen O and Willie L. Nelson doing Under Pressure, Keen, King's X, 
The Monkees, Kip Moore, Mr. Big, Randy Newman, Charlie Parker, Johnny Paycheck, Joe Perry, Pink Freud, John Prine, Richard Pryor, self-titled Richard Pryor on 12-inch picture. Queen and Adam Lambert, Live Around the World, Ramones, Lou Reed, Saigon, St. Vincent, Sisters of Mercy, Slightly Stupid, Squirrel Nut Zippers of Lindsey Sterling, Donna Summer, Tesla, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind soundtrack. Wailing Souls, The Water Boys, and Weird Al Yankovic. So that's just a few of the releases that'll be out this Saturday. Um, I'll be going to my local record store, Ragged Records, um, meeting up with some friends there. It's kind of become like an annual thing. It should be fun. So um, get out there and support music any way you can. New music releases for July 16th, 2021. Bare Naked Ladies. Tordy Force, Claro, Sling, Ida May, Click Click Domino, John Mayer, Sobrock, KDAP, Influences, Moon King, The Audition, The Zolas, Come Back to Life, Tones and I, Welcome to the Madhouse, Waves, Hideaway, and Willow, Lately, I Feel Everything. The Doors guitarist Robbie Krieger will publish his first ever memoir, Set the Night on Fire, Living, Dying, and Playing Guitar with the Doors, this October 12th. It tells uh, Krieger's story in a series of vignettes from the pawn shop where he purchased his first guitar and his teenage drug bus to his first writing session with Jim Morrison's The Doors. His awkward first concert in backyards and empty bars. The guitarist will also share never before, never before told stories from his tenure with the Doors, including his perspective on the legendary moments like the infamous New Haven incident and the recording sessions of the band's classic albums. Krieger also goes into heartbreaking detail about his life, most difficult struggles, ranging from drug addiction to his twin brother's mental breakdown to his own battle with cancers. He'll be counterbalancing the sorrow and the humor about the run-ins with unstable fans, famous musicians, and other really angry people, including monks. In addition, he'll be working on his memoir and releasing his first solo album in over 10 years. The ritual begins at sundown. Krieger spent the pandemic posting guitar tutorials on the Doors YouTube page with the guitarist sharing his tricks behind the Doors tracks like Moonlight Drive, Love Me Two Times, and Roadhouse Blues. In June, the collected works of Jim Morrison, poetry journals, transcripts, and lyrics was published. It was a 600-page book compiled with the cooperation of his estate that pulled together most of his previously published works, from song lyrics to poetry, horse latitudes, the celebration of the lizard, as well as an ente the entirety of the Published writing collections, Wilderness and the American Night. Here's a little Beatle history. 
On Sunday, June 25, 1967, the Beatles gathered together a few friends for a little sing-along. The friends included Keith Richards, Mick Jagger, Eric Clapton, Keith Moon, Graham Nash, and the performance was broadcast live to 14 different countries and an audience of over 400 million. That's a pressure gig. The Our World program was not intended to be a global launch of the new Beatles single, All You Need Is Love, but that's how it turned out. Our World was the first ever international satellite television show with segments from all the participating countries. The UK segment featured the Beatles with a song either written by John Lennon, especially for the occasion, or chosen because its message could be easily understood by its international audience. McCartney thinks it was the latter. The backing track for the song had already been laid down at Olympic Studios a couple weeks before and overdubs added at Abbey Road. The One World broadcast queued up the performance as though the viewers were catching the band just as they were about to nail the final take. It wasn't a complete ruse. Lennon was singing live, McCartney was playing bass live, and George Harrison would play guitar live. Live drums would have leaked into the other mics so Ringo was spared. The way the sound engineer Jeff Emmerich remembers it, the day before the broadcast, Brian Epstein talked to the band into Rush releasing the performance as a single. John, of course, was keen, says Emmerich in his book, Here, There, and Everywhere. It was his song, after all. It didn't take much effort to talk Paul into it either. Only George Harrison was reluctant. Presumably he was worried that he might muff his solo. Even though it was only four bars long, he was finally persuaded when George Martin assured him that we could stay late afterward and do any necessary repair work. Of the performance itself, he adds, John came through like a trooper, delivering an amazing vocal despite his nervousness and the plug of chewing gum in his mouth that he forgot to remove just before we went on air. Paul's playing, as always, was solid, with no gaffes. And even George Harrison's solo was reasonably good, though he did not hit a clunker at the end. The band was also up against a tight deadline. The single was released on July 7th, just 12 days after the performance. A quick turnaround in 1967. And maybe the Beatles were no longer striving for perfection. In his definitive book, Revolution in the Head, Ian McDonald suggests that after rigors of Sgt. Pepper, the band were happy to leave some imperfections. To paraphrase Lennon, there's nothing you can play that can't be played. It's easy. Unless, that is, there's 400 million people watching. Jeff Beck on Steve Ray Vaughan. I think Steve Ray was the closest to Hendrix when it came to playing the blues, Beck told Classic Rock in an interview published on the 18th of June. Beck also recalled his first meeting with a Texas blues legend in 1981, saying he was a little worse for wear at the time. I met him at a CBS convention in Hawaii, Beck recalled. He was eating KFC out of a box and then ate the box as well. Eight years later, the two guitarists hit the road together on the commercially successful The Fire Meets the Fury tour. When we went on the road together in 89, Beck remembered, Stevie had got a beautiful new girlfriend, and he was as straight as they die. We are on the road for about three months. Vaughn died just a year later in a helicopter accident before a show at the Alpine Valley Music Theater to support Eric Clapton. 
He went in that helicopter. He didn't want to get on it, Beck said of the tragedy. The people around him talked him into it by saying, Look, Eric had just got on one, so off he went and never came back. Okay. So, I've talked in the past about how much the love of music keeps me going in life. And how it makes me live my days better. The past week has been pretty difficult for me. Um, just a lot of things in my mind about the future and the progression of pursuing my dreams when it comes to this and when it comes to just moving on as part of, as part of my life. Trying to pursue your dreams is never easy, but staying on the path of what you're wanting to do and striving to do what you want to do day in and day out as it comes further and further into what you want to be doing, it becomes more difficult. But if you can stay on the path of what you want to do, the rewards I found are pretty amazing. So I'm going to continue to do this. I'm going to continue to get better at it. And I'm going to continue to want to bring positivity in music. Um, I hope to continue to grow my audience. I hope to continue the development of this program, I guess you could say. But overall, I just want to continue to influence people in a positive way. We can go through life bitching and complaining and talking about the struggles we deal with, but talking about the struggles we deal with and actually turning it around to help people become better with who they are can be a really great feeling. Some people might think it might be needy to one input to show how you're doing to want some kind of response back as far as just saying hey look at me look where I'm going look what I'm doing but it's nice to have that reassurement and that positivity to fuel what you're doing we all have something inside of us that we strive to do every day whether it's getting up to do the jobs we do or to live the lives we live. And with this podcast, I'm going to do my best to bring some joy and happiness in your life. Because I love talking about music and also love talking about the emotion it brings to me and to my friends and to the people I run across in conversation. So as we struggle through this life together, I hope that this becomes some kind of outlet for you. I hope it becomes some kind of input on some knowledge that either myself or the people I'm having a conversation with can open your eyes to. But overall, I just hope it's something that brings out some kind of joy in your life by listening to it, whether it's just making your day go by a little bit better or just something to pass the time. We like to pass the time a lot, and I just hope that uh, you enjoy it. Please get back to me on one of the links below. I would love to hear from you. I would sit down and have a conversation with you. There's going to be more set up in the future. 
as time persists, got things planned out. It just takes time. So thanks for being patient. Thanks for listening. And um, take care of each other out there, please. Do your best to try to bring some positive in this world and do your best to understand that we are different. It's easy to tear somebody down, but I think it's more fulfilling to lift somebody up. We all will struggle. We all will have our ups and downs. But to try to learn from one another is a great feeling. And thank you for listening to Music Seeds, the music that made us. And I'd like to know what made you listen to music. Thank you. Hi, this is Johnny. I'm your host, and you are listening to Music Seeds. The music that made us.